Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome friends to another r/entitled parents video. Today we've got some crazy entitled parents, including one who actively wants to take one of their kids' owned properties. But first, a story from AC Leafio, two women hugging is bad. I'm currently at a hospital. My mother yesterday started to have a high fever of 39.5 Celsius and it wouldn't go down to anything below 38.5 after medication. She's also been having stomach issues, so we figured she might have an infection and decided to take her to the emergency hospital. While there, my mother, who's also a cancer patient, is cold and feels tired. She told me she was tired and cold, so I wrapped my arms around her and let her lean to my chest so she can have some rest. Then this entitled mother who sat behind us with her child began to talk. She asked who this woman next to me was, my mother, was to me, and I said this is my mother. She said it didn't look like that and that we're both in a public space, so we should be mindful of what it looked like. We shouldn't be hugging, looking so intimate. I was pissed. My mom asked me what was going on because she didn't know any English. We spoke Mandarin. I ignored the lady and told my mom it was nothing. The lady was just making small talk. The lady saw me ignoring her and settled down, but was still annoyed and I can feel her staring at me from behind. I ignored her for the most part, continuing to hug my mother. The lady began to quietly, yet I can still hear her, whisper and told her son that being lesbian was a sin and that what we were doing was wrong and God will punish them, that's why they were here, etc. I turned to the boy and said, that's right, your mother speaks from experience, and I turned back around. Entitled mother was pissed and began to say, excuse me, I ignored her. She repeated the words, excuse me, just as loud, hoping I would react, but I just acted like I didn't hear her. She didn't stop until the nurse told her to please keep quiet. The lady moved to a different seat away from me. Honestly, why anybody thinks that a hospital is the proper situation to have that kind of discussion is honestly really beyond me. Although in kind of a weird way, it could be a compliment to OP's mom being excused for being OP's equal. As annoying as it is, these are the kind of people you definitely need to just kind of tune out and I think just keep doing you and hope eventually they'll give up or if it gets to the point where it escalates, you can have somebody maybe step in. Would you guys agree or would you want to tell this lady off or let me know what you guys think down in the comments. Our next story is from Aging Gay Man. My mother thinks she's entitled to one of my properties. I haven't seen my mom since I was 16 and we were in court. So 19 years, I haven't had any contact with the mother. She hired a private investigator to find me and I still refuse to talk to her. I even have my lawyer send her a formal letter of no contact and threatened her with a restraining order. She sent this email to me through my work email. I shortened it, but it basically said, To OP, this is your mother. I thought you would have matured by now and came and apologized to me and your father for what you put us through. Because of you, your father lost his teaching career and we had to sell our house. However, it's come to my knowledge that you own some properties in OP's area, so it's only right if you give us one of them as an apology. One of OP's most expensive properties would be a good fit for us. As soon as you hand over the keys to property, we can finally be able to start to heal and get past this misunderstanding that you blow out of proportion. I hope you come to the right decision, her name. 
I just can't stop laughing at this. Like, no, witch, I'm not giving you anything. This is just another bit of evidence to help me get a restraining order against her. You don't even need to know any of the backstory here to know that OP is definitely not in the wrong here. To know that this mom is kind of crazy and that OP needs to keep putting their foot down and get that restraining order. Our next story is from Vegasaurus Rex. My entitled mother can't fathom that we waited to tell her that we were pregnant. My husband and I made the decision to not tell anyone that we were expecting until we'd reached a safer point in the pregnancy. End of the first trimester when the risk of miscarriage dropped significantly. We had tried for four years to fall pregnant, undergone a lot of testing, had suffered a miscarriage, had undergone IVF. The first time we were pregnant, we found out that we were a couple of days behind my sister-in-law's pregnancy. We celebrated together until we miscarried. She had a healthy son. This time, we didn't want anyone to know early on, in case the worst happened again. We told Entitled Mother the day we hit 13 weeks. That day, we had seen our doctor and confirmed that our last ultrasound and the genetic blood tests were clear and everything looked good. This is her eighth grandchild. Apparently, she'd been stewing on this a while because a few days after our son was born, due to COVID, they couldn't visit us in the hospital, I randomly received the following messages. I must admit my spirits have been dampened as a nana. I'm so happy for your both, but sad for us. More so sad for me, I think. Not being told until you were 13 weeks. That hurt me, OP. I'm your mother. I had trouble falling pregnant and I had a miscarriage too. I can relate to how you felt, but sadly not close enough, obviously. Enough said, I'm so happy you have a beautiful son. Hopefully we'll meet him soon, XOX. My postpartum brain broke. Way to turn one of the happiest times for my husband and I and make it a pity party for her. We're not as close anymore because I don't tolerate her narcissistic BS and regularly have periods of no contact when she publicly says horrible things about her family and acts like the whole world is against her. Honestly, what an incredibly selfish thing to see from the mother here. Do they not comprehend that this was done solely for making sure that OP doesn't get needlessly devastated? There's no way the grandmother can't recognize that because OP had already experienced a miscarriage after having celebrated it publicly that they wouldn't want to go through that again. I just hate when people feel like they have the need to take things personal when that decision was made without them ever being any part of the consideration whatsoever. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from 404 Void. Mother-in-law thinks she gets everything. I'm American. My husband's foreign. We've been living in his country for the last six years and just relocated to the USA. For four of the six years, I didn't speak to mother-in-law at all because she did some really awful things trying to sabotage the marriage. She's pushing hard on the emotional incest angle. My husband slash her son just got to a point where they can speak normally after five years of on and off over her issues with our marriage and general lack of boundaries. You would think that this history would clue her in that neither of us are accepting any BS and to at least try to be normal. Of course, if she could, I wouldn't be here. She came to visit for the last three weeks and it's been an exercise in pure entitlement. She was angry that I didn't come into the airport with my husband to pick her up. Baby was asleep parking was awful, and we would have had to have woken the baby up and carried her for 40 minutes of walking. I waited in the car at pickup to make it easier. She was upset we didn't get a private room, three bedroom with three kids, she had to split with my daughter. 
She was hurt we didn't have time for her, both working full-time. We spend weekends and my days off taking her shopping, eating out, etc. Literally have spent all available time entertaining her. After my husband declined, she asked me to buy $100 of makeup for her sister. Complained our apartment was too small and we have to buy a house immediately. Show me the money, lady. Was upset and jealous that our baby prefers parents and siblings to grandma. Complained that we bought too many groceries, wanting to do daily grocery method of her home, and we just can't here. Complained we only took her on two vacations during her stay. Complained that we still had boxes and things not perfect after moving with three kids six weeks before and starting new jobs, etc. Acted like my husband was cheating on her when we hugged or kissed. Was deeply disappointed that the shop didn't have a white dress for her to wear to her other son's upcoming wedding. Literally ran away crying and slammed the door when I didn't enthusiastically greet her when first walking in from work. I literally had three kids immediately on me, still in my work boots and bag still on. Assumed she was moving in with us permanently with zero discussion and as sad and insulted we laughed at the idea. Once a monthly allowance sent that would put her at three times a high engineer salary for her country and says anything less is us just being selfish. She's screaming and crying, literally because we won't let her act like my husband's wife, run the house, and constantly cater to her. Three more days, and she can go be entitled in her own home. The weird emotional imprinting is actually very, very real here. They finally reconnected with their own kid, and now they're essentially trying to swoop in and take a wife-like role with their own son, or at least get, like, pampered and treated like one. It's just all kinds of weird, it's all kinds of uncomfortable, it's all kinds of unreasonable. Kick her to the curb. Our next story is from Pensive Chatter. Entitled parent won't stop trying to convince us to have an abortion. This happened a few years ago, but I'm telling it online for the first time now. I, 40-year-old male, moved from China to the US when I was 8 years old, and my parents have always used Chinese culture as an excuse for their behavior. Growing up, my dad enjoyed hurting me whenever he had a bad day at work or just wanted to step on someone while my mom preferred to wear me down by methodically telling me I was a failure and did every little thing wrong. She never acknowledged me as a person with my own goals, thoughts, and preferences, but rather as an extension of her whose sole existence is to be demeaned, humiliated, and controlled for her amusement. When I got engaged, my original plan was to exclude them entirely, but my wife, who believes strongly in the bonds of family, convinced me otherwise. My parents, mostly my mother, waged a year-long campaign to convince me to break up the engagement because my fiancé is slash was white. Every week I received at least a phone call or email telling me how much American women don't respect family. They like to divorce or some similar argument. Once we got married, their mission transitioned from preventing the wedding to breaking up the marriage with non-stop comments and questions about all the things my wife should be doing as a wife as well as occasionally trying to introduce me to nice Chinese girls. This continued well after we had our son, which my mom declared didn't look like me, then my daughter. This leads us to our current story. For medical reasons, my wife had multiple miscarriages before having our daughter and things became even more difficult when we tried to have a third child. It took years and many visits to multiple fertility clinics before my wife finally got a successful pregnancy. 
As a disobedient son, I've neglected to mention that my mom considered one son and one daughter to be ideal. As soon as she found out about the pregnancy, she shifted her usual campaign of wearing down my relationship with my wife to one of convincing us to abort our third child. Sometimes she would just state matter-of-factly that one son and one daughter is best. Sometimes she would pretend she cared about my happiness. Sometimes she spoke as if my wife's desire to keep our third child was a sign of her disrespecting me as a head of the family. My mom would cry, saying how sad it was that I didn't appreciate her and use many other parental manipulation tools. This went on non-stop until our healthy third child slash second son was born. I have obviously disobeyed my parents from early childhood, and almost all of my worthwhile accomplishments arose from disobeying at least one, if not both of them, but I never consistently pushed back on the verbal campaign until recently. I don't know if my father knows I have the ability to speak, but my mother acted shocked that I could possibly think of her as anything other than a fully self-sacrificing mother who only cares for my well-being. What I did sounds unpleasant, but I finally realized that my mother cares only for her immediate short-term comfort, and so the only way to get her to understand the words coming out of my mouth is to make her uncomfortable with direct accusations and insults. She still doesn't understand, admit, or acknowledge anything, but she finally has accepted, after all these years, that I do not believe that she is the best mother in the world. It's nice to hear that OP finally started fighting back a little bit, but I think the most satisfying outcome to hear would be OP cutting them completely off and frankly leaving them to their own because that's the bed they made. If they want to cite their cultural background as justification for acting like jerks, well then OP can express to them that they're embracing the American experience and that they're going to go no contact with people who are acting like jerks to them. And frankly, jerks is putting it very, very lightly considering what they said, did, and requested. This next story is from Listen Sweet. Entitled Cousin thinks his daughter needs to play with my collector doll. Entitled Cousin and I are close, and I love him dearly, but he spoils his daughter rotten and lets her do whatever she wants ever since he got divorced. As a result, she's kind of a brat. I collect Disney store dolls and every time they come over, his daughter sneaks into my room and plays with my dolls. I didn't want to say anything but she plays roughly with the dolls and has messed up their hair on a few and broken a leg off of one. So I bought some other dolls and gave them for her to play with so she didn't grab any of mine. Recently I bought a limited edition doll, they're expensive and a collector's item. I placed the limited edition doll high up on the shelf and always closed the door to where I stored the dolls because it was common for Entitled Cousin and his daughter to come over with no notice. Yesterday, Entitled Cousin and his kid came over and daughter went straight to where I stored my dolls. She saw the limited edition doll and wanted to play with it, attempting to climb the shelf. I said, oh no, hun, do don't do that, you'll get yourself hurt. She says, but I want to play with that doll, points to limited edition doll. I say, oh, sorry, dear, but you can't play with that doll. It's very expensive and she isn't meant to be played with. Entitled Cousin says, are you serious? It's a doll. It's a kid's plaything. I say, Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Look, it's fine if she plays with the other dolls, I don't care. 
but she can't play with that one. It's a limited edition doll and it's a collector's item. She says, Daddy, I want that doll. At this point, she's about to throw a tantrum. I say, I'm sorry, but hey, why don't you play with the other dolls I gave you? They're much better than that doll. She says, no, it isn't. I want it now. Entitled Cousin says, Ugh, always with your toys, cuz. Let her play with it. She's not gonna mess it up. Me, now getting angry, said, Entitled Cousin, she can play with any other doll except that one. Please respect that. Daughter began throwing a temper tantrum at this point because I was the only person besides her mom to utter the awful, horrid, disgraceful word of no. Entitled Cousin says, I'll get it myself then. All my daughter wants is to play with a toy. I tried to stop Entitled Cousin, but once he put his weight on the shelf, it fell. A mess of dolls were on the floor. At this point, I was pissed. I grabbed the limited edition doll before his daughter could and told them to leave. Entitled Cousin just rolled his eyes at me, said I was immature, and left, slamming the door. My aunt, mom of Entitled Cousin, came over to help me pick and set everything up again. She apologized for her son's behavior. I told her it wasn't her fault and I took her to a nice restaurant as thanks. Over dinner, she told me that this wasn't the first time Entitled Cousin had done this. His daughter broke a vase, which was important to my grandfather, and Entitled Cousin blamed Grandfather for not putting it somewhere safe just a week ago. Haven't heard from Entitled Cousin since the incident, and I honestly hope I don't for a while. Well, it became crystal clear why the daughter doesn't respect anybody else's stuff, because clearly, their dad doesn't. Starts all the way from the top down. Just imagine having so little care for anybody else that you have no problem grabbing something up off their shelf. When I was a kid, I went to my aunt's house, and they had shelves upon shelves. They had all kinds of decorations and knickknacks and things. They even had a Beatles Matryoshka doll. Do you know how hard it is as a kid to not want to play with a Matryoshka doll? But I respected it. Our next story is from Aaron here. Entitled Mother thinks she can touch me because I'm a guy and calls it disturbing when a person who liked me gave me gifts. I, 13-year-old male, have a 45-year-old female mother, like most people. So my mother and I have been watching WandaVision lately. It's a really good show, you should watch it. And we always sit together and chill. It was a normal time and I had my head on her lap, curled up next to her. She was just stroking my hair, but I don't like physical touchiness unless I feel like it. So I pushed her hand away in a way to say stop. She keeps doing this three to four times and then I finally say, can you stop please? She says, why? I say, because I don't like it when you touch my hair. She says, you're a man, I'm supposed to touch you which left me kind of stunned and just like weirded out. I say after about 10 seconds, yeah, well, I don't like it, so... Then I move away from her lap and just sit on my side of the couch. She then leans on my shoulder after a bit, and then I feel quite uncomfortable. I don't say anything though because I know she's going to guilt trip me or shift it to make me feel bad. I also found myself subconsciously leaning my legs away from her. I came out as gay to her and my dad in January, my dad saying, we love you no matter what. Then my mom saying, yep, in a shaky voice, which left me in tears once I went to my room. She never accepted the fact that I felt that way. A couple months later, I'd say May, she found some gifts from a boy that liked me. For context, we were good friends and he was gay too. He then said he liked me, over text. We've only talked like four times in person, and one day he gave me stuff and I don't know why. So I hid them away from my parents. One time, Entitled Mother was cleaning my room, and she found them and confronted me about it later on. 
I told her about the guy and she just stared at me with tears in her eyes. She then said the most heartbreaking thing she has ever said to me. I don't understand how you can feel this way at this age. Followed by, the fact someone gave you this stuff is just disturbing. And I knew for a fact if a girl gave me these gifts, she would be jumping up and down and saying, Ooh, you like her, don't you? She then left me to study and acted like nothing had happened. Like she didn't say the worst thing she could have said to her child. Another story. So I play tennis, and one time I wanted to try out badminton for fun. So I asked my ma'am, entitled mother, to check it out, and she says yes. I invited my cousin to try it and she wasn't sure. When my entitled mother talked to her about it, with me next to my cousin, my cousin said she wasn't sure. I was also rethinking that I might not want to, so I told her I might feel the same. She then gave me that look that said, oh there will be words. When we were driving back home, my entitled mother said how I didn't want to do badminton lessons because my cousin said she didn't want to. I said how I didn't want to because I thought it might affect how I play in tennis, but nope. She proceeded to tell my dad about how I wasted her time calling people to ask about lessons. My cousin and I still tried it out, and we still do them. Fun. The same place where we do badminton lessons is also coaching tennis lessons. I asked my ma'am to talk about trying there, and she said sure. So she talked about it, and I tried it for the first week and enjoyed it a lot. The coach was kind, and I met an old friend from when I was younger. The coach said to me that the tennis lessons were finishing up in two to three weeks and I said that to my entitled mother. She also then said something like, I assume the badminton is finishing up as well then. I shrugged and said, I guess. Then two weeks later, we found out the badminton continued throughout the summer. My uncle, cousin's dad, sometimes brought us to lessons instead of my ma'am. And before we found out that the lessons continued, I told him that the badminton might be finishing up too. But once my entitled mother found out about the lessons going on, she told my uncle that I told her the badminton lessons were finishing up and refused to believe that it was her who thought the lessons were finishing up. She still refuses to this day. Is this gaslighting? Honestly, I'm not sure overall, but it is very creepy the way she was treating OP in the beginning of this story. The fact that OP said stop touching me and she just keeps on trying says that they're supposed to touch them, I don't know, that's just a bit much. This next story is from Looking for a Lighthouse. Entitled mother won't stop stealing my soil while I'm at work. I, 32 year old female, have been in a bad spot staying at my entitled mother's, 66 year old female. The housing crisis has been real in my county, and I'm hoping a promotion I was offered will allow me to find housing. I pay rent and put in a lot of labor around the house and yard, and allow her access to my vehicle when I'm not working. My mother is a dysfunctional hoarder and does no cleaning beyond dishes. Thankful for the roof, but I had a traumatic childhood and my mother is entitled, narcissistic, and abusive. My one escape here has been a small container garden. My mother believes she's entitled to any bag of soil she sees. She doesn't work, and this is soil I've spent money on. She takes it when she wants it and claims she'll buy me more, yet when another bag arrives she just needs a little and basically implies it's just for her. I work all week, and when the weekend hits, suddenly my soil's gone and my garden plans are put on hold. I know this may seem minor, but it's an example of how she'll justify any situation to make it benefit her, make herself a victim, and deny my emotions when I calmly explain that I had plans for that soil and it was mine. 
I have to hide things that I know she likes because she'll take anything she wants and justify it or pretend that it was hers to begin with. I'm so tired of her childish and disrespectful antics and how much of it I have to just accept because I'm under her roof. I definitely feel for OP here. I think it goes without saying that for a majority of us, the plan is never to end up having to move back into our parents' house. That alone is already a difficult reality to have to face, but I can't even start to imagine how many multiple times worse it is when you have to move back into a parent's house that not only do you not want to have to move back into, but you know is not going to treat you the best. Our next story is from Secret Flower Gardens, entitled Mom Gets Mad Because I Drive a Standard. So I was talking to my husband and this story came up. He said I should share it here. To start off, this happened almost 8 years ago, so dialogue might be off a bit. So a little backstory, my mom has a bad history with cars. She breaks them down within 2 years of getting them, no matter the condition they're in when she buys them. She cannot take care of them. When my older sister bought her first car at 19, my mom would borrow it for appointments and trips constantly. And by the time I was 18, you could tell she drove it. Well, I saved up money for 6 years, working hard to get enough for the car I wanted. And my grandpa even pitched in when I turned 18 and graduated high school with better grades than my sister. My grandpa went to the dealership with me and we looked at Ford Focuses because that's what I wanted. Then I saw it. A 5-speed, 2-door Ford Focus. And I loved it. Why? Because my mom couldn't drive a standard. I smiled. So we get it for a steal at four grand up front. Then we drive home and the following conversation ensues. I say, I got my car. They run outside to check it out, admiring it and smiling. Entitled mother says, wow, hey, can I borrow it sometime? I say, no, you can't drive a stick, mom. She, shocked, says, what? But how are you going to learn to drive it? Awesome grandpa says, I'm going to teach her. Entitled sister looks angry, she can't drive stick either and I know she planned to use my car since entitled mother damaged hers. She says, but you can't take a driving test with a standard, they don't allow that. Awesome grandpa says, yes they do, now stop whining, it's her car, not yours. Unless you two were planning to take it from her. Entitled sister and entitled mother look nervous, they would never admit it to awesome grandpa, he'd kick them out. And since they lived with him at the time and were broke, it wasn't a good idea. Entitled sister says, of course not, I just worry about my baby girl, that's all. I say sorry, but no one is driving this car but me and awesome grandpa. I can't wait to learn. Over the next week, they glared at me and hated that I was learning. Mom asked grandpa to teach her at one point, and he said it was up to me since I had the only standard car. Nope, my car. I had that car till I was 22 when my husband crashed it due to avoiding a drunk driver. Best little car I ever had. Oh, and Entitled Mother still can't drive a standard. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how to drive a standard either. I'm definitely a filthy, automatic-only driver. So, I wouldn't steal OP's car. Not that I would, even if I could anyways. Frankly, it's worthwhile having a manual if it means nobody else can leech off your car. For those of you that can drive out there, can you drive a manual, a stick shift, or are you all automatic like me? Let me know in the comments. And our final story of the day is from 4Boy Mama, entitled parents want rent after we move out. We, myself, husband, three kids full time and two kids part time, have been staying with my parents for the past year while we build the house. We pay them $1,500 a month to cover utilities and whatever extra it costs by having us here. 
We also cook dinner, buy groceries, and pay for takeout occasionally. We do the majority of chores around the house. Today, I asked them how they want us to pay for August, since we'll be moving out in the middle of the month, if they want to prorate the payment for the days we'll be here. They were infuriated that I would even dare ask such a question, and that I should pay the entire month as a thank you or token of appreciation for them letting us stay with them. I told them that's why I pay them $1,500 a month, because it most certainly isn't costing them that much to have us here. My mom told me to do whatever I wanted. She doesn't even want the money anymore, after I said I would just pay all of it if it's such a big deal. Now, my parents are not hurting for money. At all. They also never got us a wedding gift, and they didn't buy their granddaughter a gift for her second birthday last month. So, why should I gift them an extra $750 for time we won't be here? It's not like we've been staying here for free. I'm very close to just sending them the $1,500 for August and be done with them. I do appreciate that they let us stay here, but I think their reaction today was out of line. Edit, for those saying I'm the entitled one, I completely understand. They did let seven people move into their home and disrupt their life. I get it, but they wanted us to stay here instead of renting. We talked with them about this for months before we moved in. We explained it would be chaos as our life is, and they were okay with it and welcomed it. I tell them all the time I appreciate what they've done. It just shocked me that they were so angry at me for even asking how to handle rent for the last month. It wasn't even a civilized conversation, just anger and assumptions that I would just pay the whole month. I don't mind paying it and was planning on getting them something nice after moving out, Just the way they reacted caught me off guard. And no, just because we were here doesn't mean they were babysitters all the time. We went out to dinner maybe six times the entire year and didn't leave the house until after all the kids were asleep. Frankly, I think OP should pay what they feel is a fair amount. I feel like $1,500 a month is a lot of money and definitely did not cost nearly that much for you to stay there. $750 for two weeks? is a pretty decent rate. I mean, it's definitely saving you some money versus like a hotel or something, but surely considering everything, you haven't taken advantage of them. And let's be real here, staying for almost a year, you've given these people over $15,000. Considering Opie and their family cooked the dinner, bought the groceries, and paid for takeout occasionally, how much do you think the parents spent during that year? Probably not anywhere near $15,000. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, check out that video on the left. Or, if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.